0: It's the word in the world You're listening to the word in the world podcast A resource to help make the world around you make sense Let's zone in and share with each other Our knowledge, encouragement, wisdom, and understanding
1: This is the word in the world Welcome back to the word in the world podcast Where we bring you topics
0: talking truth, Everything from the news to the New Testament Welcome back guys What's up y'all 52 questions we are back we are back with another one uh if you're watching online what up we Wait, should be not it.
1: gonna start talking this time you ain't uh-huh. just gonna jump in and just say something being
0: polite <laughs> 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 yo we have pastor g here with us again say hello pastor g oh no, he oh, ain't, gonna, go say <laughs> ain't <laughs> gonna say <laughs> nothing he gonna say nothing now what's up brother i was just waiting for my cue <laughs>
2: there was no dummy cards
0: yeah (laughs) if y'all didn't listen to the last episode uh should a christian or can a christian drink alcohol uh we had somebody i guess we're speaking out of turn in the beginning so we have to uh, blame it on uh, (laughs) that but yeah guys uh we're back thank you for watching online if you're online with us um i'm not trying to be too cool and sit cool I got As hamstring cramps. He sits cool, right. cool poses yeah. with a hamstring. You know? Yeah, My hoodie, hoodie halfway <laughs> on, <laughs> <My> hoodie halfway <laughs> on. Newly I'm grown trying beard. Get signed, right, know, I'm trying to get signed. I don't know about y'all, <laughs>
2: but yeah, man. What's going a, on, Marcus? We should yeah. have a question here. Should Do Christian men be models or something like that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I gotta, uh, uh, I gotta get signed, man. I don't know what y'all doing. I yeah, magazine covers to get.
1: Mm-hmm. do you do your thing man i ain't mad at you man <laughs> do what you do how yeah. you doing brother i'm doing good man just just celebrated 35 Ooh, yeah. Okay, yeah happy birthday thank That's you sir awesome. thank you sir it's That's a weird a age way, though, though man it's like you feel young still but you feel old at the same like i'm i'm still in my 30s true but 40s is, is very soon okay you know and like 40 just don't it don't sound young no I mean, more. What,
2: what you got against forty? Right? Uh, I'm four years past forty. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
1: I mean, see, and you start getting offended, yeah. You man. know about stuff like this. See, <laughs> Hint see you Look you offended at, it at being thirty-five. <laughs> 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 yeah, but nah, man, just is a blessing, the birthday, dude. man.
0: It's a blessing. Yeah, it really is.
1: It's that's that's how I had to look at it, though. You yeah. know, like I like I know people life, who didn't make it here, so right. I'm I'm thankful, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm glad to see you. How you doing G? I'm good,
2: I'm good I just had a 44th birthday So, hey. you know, Happy birthday Happy belated Thank birthday sir you. Thank you so. Yeah I'm glad to be here You know, you don't really turn grown until you're 40 mm. But that's another conversation <laughs> Is that what comment- they say? Yeah, that's a whole other okay. conversation we, we, <laughs> Maybe that's talking- your personal testimony <laughs> We'll talk about that We'll talk about that another <laughs> <Yeah>. day <laughs> Oh man
0: but Yeah guys We are uh, <laughs> As you can see by the title We got a uh, pretty serious topic uh that we're gonna get into today yeah so when we
1: uh when we said that we were gonna do 52 questions one of our listeners um who has supported us you know throughout day one day one yeah so since day one she sent in a question that we found pretty interesting so yeah, we're gonna what answer up, that jen? today
0: what up jen what's
1: up jen so jay is gonna read read that question for yep. us get it started
0: so this uh Question came from Jen Janey, and she starts off, would it be considered adultery if a Christian marries someone who is divorced? I know what the scriptures say about it, but so many men and women of God are doing it to where I'm wondering if we're reading the same Bible. I don't believe in divorce and feel with repentance, God can bring reconciliation. Now, of course, if there is any physical abuse going on, I believe in separation, not divorce. For safety for all while praying for restoration and healing, etc. I know if someone becomes a widow, you can remarry, but I'm hearing folks say you can remarry if your ex remarried as long as you didn't initiate divorce. In my age bracket, a lot of men are divorced in the dating pool, but I turn, but I turn them away because I don't want to be sinning just because folks in the church make it seem okay. Mm. I understand Christ extends grace, but I haven't found that scripture concerning grace for divor- divorced folks to remarry. And that's that's it. Okay. Um. So there's a lot in that. Yeah, let's start off yeah.
1: with that first. What's that first question one more time?
0: So that first initial up. question is Would it be considered adultery if a Christian marries someone who is divorced? Christian
2: marries someone who is divorced. Yeah. Um, Meaning that the other person who's divorced is a Christian, too? That part, I don't know. Mm. Um, Let's just entertain the fact of a a Christian marrying someone, divorced Christian or non-Christian. You all know me. I'm all about context. Mm -hmm. I'm all about context. Um, So understanding that our Bible, as we said on the last episode, was written to a particular group of people Mm -hmm. at a particular group of time. Mm-hmm. uh at, at a particular time right. to a particular group of people mm-hmm. um so we first would need to explore the conversation within its own context before we can pull out any application for us today mm-hmm. um one of those questions one, one of those conversations we see with Jesus having this conversation with um the Pharisees, Asking about divorce and how Moses allowed us the men were asking him to give our wives a Certificate of divorce. What say you and Jesus simply said well Moses allowed you to do this because of your Mm stiff-neckedness But from the beginning it was not so and yeah He's referring back to Genesis with Adam and Eve So what let God what God put together let no man separate right? Yeah Um, but we are also talking about a time before sin um, entered the earth. So now let's look at the context. Moses allowed you to do this because of your stiff-heartedness, hmm. your stiff-neckedness. Interesting. So now we're actually dealing with a time where now divorce is known, where that wasn't God's original intent. Yeah. Intent. Yeah. So with that being said, then we also have to ask the question, did God put you two together? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. On why? You, I mean, so th- there's yep. many different rabbit holes hmm. that we can go through wow, or yeah. down with that. But I think the real issue here is when we're talking about divorce in regards to marriage, mm-hmm. it's a sin issue. Yeah. Not that you sinned because you got divorced, just meaning that mm-hmm. we've we're all sinful creatures mm-hmm. at this particular point. So there's, you know, a lot of different reasons. But what I do see in that is that Jesus says that Moses allowed for you to get divorced, which shows me um that there may be some type of um, amendments that God allows spiritual leaders to make. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to jump ahead, but I think um, y- y- your reader, uh, she she mentioned something about uh, uh, abuse, physical abuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, just as a pastor, if I had a, a woman in my church that came to me and she was a victim of spousal abuse, as her spiritual leader, I would recommend her to get a divorce if, in fact, there's nothing that can be done about this because I just don't believe that God would have us, in a, in, you know, would have us living not in peace and especially to be abused. In your marriage. Um, I in, think. in your marriage, yeah. especially. <laughs> um, and then, but I don't think that that woman should be bound for the rest of her life either. Right. Um if the Lord actually you know, sent her someone or she met someone, you know, that would love her like she's supposed to be loved. So uh, I think that, you know, just on that question alone about should you or I think you, the question was, would, would you it, be committing sin? Would it be considered, it be it be considered adultery, adultery which would be a sin if you married? I think that if we look at the letter of the law, then we have to examine, OK, then why just based off of the letter of the law Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. meaning the bible why was that person divorced because if that man or woman was divorced because their spouse cheated on them just based on the strict letter of the law then then they haven't violated anything so no it wouldn't be adultery Mm -hmm. um we would probably have to delve into more details with that question just a little bit because i think
0: she's I think I, I don't know where the scripture is, but it says, uh, you know, if a man divorces his 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 wife, uh he he causes her to commit adultery. Right, right.
2: Yeah. That's uh Jesus talking to the Pharisees again. So it's Matthew um five, thirty one through thirty two, okay, and then they yeah, talk about you. it again in Matthew nineteen, three through eleven. Okay. okay. Um and then Luke sixteen eighteen. Whoever divorces his wife and marries another woman commits adultery, and whoever uh, marries her who is divorced from her husband commits adultery. Mm-hmm. It's probably where it's uh, is where that's coming from. So here it is again. We have Jesus talking to uh, the Pharisees or whoever addressing him these questions. Mm-hmm. And here's another thing that we have to realize: mm-hmm. uh, even though our Bible Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, technically in our Bible, is listed under the New Testament. Right, uh, Jesus had not died. Right, yet either. So these conversations is happening under the law. Under the law, it's yeah. context to it. Yeah. Is which is the context mm-hmm. as well. Um, so it's a little bit the. the I, I believe that the the structure of it still remains the same because Paul talks about this to the New Testament church. Mm-hmm. Um, because and and then when Jesus says that you know from the beginning this was not so mm-hmm. which talks about God's uh, original plan for it so now this surpasses time so I don't necessarily believe that it's the Old or New Testament thing but mm-hmm. in the context of the, that particular conversation mm-hmm. this is an Old Testament conversation in the Gospels where Jesus is having this conversation yeah, right. yeah. but if we're looking for how Jesus feels about it then no we should not get divorced Right, mm-hmm. and if I just decide to go home today and say to my wife, hey, it's a wrap, it's over. I'm getting married to someone else, based on that pretense, then yeah, then yeah, like I'm committing adultery. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So I uh I don't know where I found this, but there are apparently there are three permitted permitted reasons for divorce in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Um well one it would be considered old testament, but um I get it. I'm with you. So first Corinthians seven thirty nine says, A wife is bound to her husband as long as he lives, but if her husband dies, she is free to be married to whom she wishes only in the Lord. Um first Corinthians seven thirteen, if any woman has a husband who is an unbeliever and he consents to live with her, she should not divorce him. <clears throat> For the unbelieving husband is made holy because of his wife, and the unbelieving wife right. is made holy because of her husband. Absolutely. Otherwise, your children would be unclean, but as it is, they are holy. But if the unbelieving partner separates, let it be so. In such cases, the brother or sister is not enslaved. God has called you to peace. Yes. Just uh, echoing again what you said, yeah. this this peace aspect of it. So, And then uh, we already talked about um, this Matthew verse, but there is that um, sexual immorality. Right. Um, and I think... I don't want to. It's I don't I don't. I would add uh, physical abuse even to that, but I yeah. don't want to say in that in that way. Like I'm adding to the Bible, but understanding the spirit of yeah. what what Jesus is getting at, because we don't even see physical abuse in terms of spouses in the Word anywhere. Right. But you see sexual immorality. So right. maybe that was pervasive then, where people right. because like, you had temple prostitutes and all this stuff yeah. like that. Um,
2: but I think Jesus. But, you know, yeah, but, no, I don't want to speak which like is that, which but. is why I said, you know, even with the one verse where they said, where well, the Pharisees came to him and said, I think it's Matthew 19 and said, matter of fact, here it is. The Pharisees also came to him, testing him and saying to him, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any reason? Mm. And then he said, had you not? You know, um, he answered them. Have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female? And he goes through that whole dissertation. But then they ask him. Well, why did Moses command to give a wife a certificate of divorce and put her away? (laughs) And he said to them, because Moses, because of your hard heartedness, permitted you to Mm -hmm. divorce your wives. Mm -hmm. Which I only use that to solidify my point that understanding that Moses was an appointed spiritual leader over the people of Israel that God put there. Right. Which seems to suggest that spiritual leadership, now I'm Mm -hmm. not. I'm not talking about self-appointed spiritual, but if, if someone has been established as spiritual leadership, if, mm-hmm. if, if we get back to believing in the whole institution of the church, mm-hmm. that it would seem to suggest that the church would be able to make some type of modifications based on a particular situation. And in this case, where you're mm-hmm. talking about uh, someone that's a victim of spousal abuse, mm-hmm. as a pastor, I would not, I, well, I would um, recommend f- if any of my members were fell in that category that like yeah like it's yeah. time to move out mm-hmm. separate now we can go through uh some phases to get help if the other spouse is willing to get help and mm-hmm. seek some counseling and think if there's a space for reconciliation then by all means let's pursue it yeah but i would never recommend to put you back in that situation if that's not the case i see yeah um So for that, I think that there is some leeway. And then even in your reading in 1 Corinthians, there's a a few verses in there where Paul says, I command, but not the Lord. Mm -hmm. And then he goes back to say, well, this is what the Lord says, which just goes to back up the point about spiritual leadership, Mm -hmm. having some type of say-so and making some type of an amendment Mm -hmm. that would still follow the spirit of the law. And then... The other romans verse i think about uh was not necessarily a person is divorced it's a person who is a widow mm, um because right. the spouse died yeah right. which is something that's, uh, totally that's a completely different, different yeah. subject. right right um so yeah it
1: is interesting though that it's well because i'm thinking about like how do we clearly define this line then right and so it seems to be you know like we're we're like for us to get divorced as a result of our own sinful desires mm-hmm. that is something completely different than mm-hmm. these situations of you know death or abuse or yeah adultery you know, yeah, adultery, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. so it's like that's kind of where the line is it's like all right like if you i don't know are getting divorced that's what you got to look at like am i doing this because of my own lust am i doing this because yeah. of you know something something outside of
0: yeah of if you're just like colleague? if if. if, if. If you get married and you're like, man, this ain't what I thought it was going to be, yeah. or she ain't that's not grounds to get a divorce. Right.
2: And, and and then we have to also understand that the culture is different now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back in those times, it was actually a shameful thing, mm. uh, more for women than it was for men. Mm. Yeah. So a man, I mean, it's kind of like that way today, but a woman was marked once she was divorced. Primarily because you got to remember that uh, it was this whole big thing about marrying a virgin. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. It was this whole purity thing. Yeah, and if we go back to the law, if when a marriage was consummated, that if there was no blood, you know, shown up from the first time that these couple came together from the woman, right, she could be stoned because she yeah. wasn't. She wasn't a virgin. Yeah, um, but it was never any consequences for the man. So how do you test? Yeah. And and even when we look at biblical at the Bible, when it speaks of a virgin, it's often referring to a woman mm-hmm. or, or a young a, yeah. a young female. So there was never really any real bylaws for men or what so say so some of this stuff so culturally it was actually shameful because if you got divorced no other man would want you right. joseph was about to divorce Mary joseph was gonna says, divorce her quietly i don't want to shame, her. Yeah. I don't wanna shame yeah. her so he was wow. gonna do it. so what was actually happening is these men would just up and divorce these women But now they're bound for the rest of their lives of being single because Jokers is just throwing them away. Culturally, that's not the same. Right, right, right. We're not necessarily a culture where, you know, it depends on how old you are. But the truth of the matter is, if you get married later in life, I mean, am I a virgin? Was my wife a virgin before? Those are not typically the situations now. So It's actually, I don't want a virgin. Yeah, I I don't want a virgin. Yeah. You know, so (laughs) it's it's not a a (laughs) shame Uh thing anymore. Yeah. but we still have to uh allow the spirit of God to be present um in these particular ways in these particular situations are there reasons why people get divorced mm-hmm. that's not necessarily um um, um um because of sexual morality or should some couples stay together like we got to have some real question there's some toxic relationships out yeah. there yeah and again I'm not okaying it yeah that's not what I'm saying I'm just saying that I think each individual um situation i mean it requires his own particular type of thing but i don't think that the just loosely like you know let's just go get divorced if you're a christian yeah that should not be an an option you know what comes to mind
1: though it's like because you're you're kind of putting everything in the context of the culture at that particular time and so i'm pretty sure like the weight and the value of the marital covenant back then was is a lot different than it is today absolutely you know so like a lot of people today are getting married because they've been with they boo for you know so many years or they've been living together for long enough to do it but they really don't understand like what marriage means or what that covenant is truly about what it represents you know in a spiritual way and all that you know what i mean so i think we look at it we look at it differently and i think you know like you kind of see um i don't know i the way i see it anyway y'all correct me if i go wrong here but like you're held accountable for the understanding that you have you know biblically yeah. you know and so if people are unaware like you know what this is i didn't really know what marriage was i didn't really know absolutely you know like what it means like, absolutely you know it's not it's not i'm about to say something but like it's almost like it's not counted that ignorance is not counted against
2: them yeah, in no, the same way it's not no. yeah. I'll, be, I'll admit i was married when i was um 18 years old mm. i was man just i was in the marine corps mm. I got a girlfriend of mine you know, back home pregnant or whatever, and it was, you know, not that I did not care for her, but, I mean, I was 18 years old. Yeah, you know? right. And yeah. we got divorced. And, I mean, I just recently got remarried two years ago mm-hmm. at 42. Um, am I I wasn't a Christian then, but yeah. am I condemned for the rest of my life? Right. Right. No. Yeah. You know, I was, again, I was 18 years old. My, yeah. my, my ex-wife has, you know, been remarried. And I and I have a beautiful wife now that actually serves with me in ministry. Yeah, right? yeah, you, you right. See? Yeah. So now, if she had took the stance, well, you're divorced, so it'll be a sin for me to marry you. I mean, again, I think uh, again, I I'm, I'm not an advocate of like, hey, just get a divorce whenever you want to. <laughs> But I think that we need to establish some context and, you know, and some of these relationships on why they're not working out. What was what happened when and where and why have those conversations
0: and to go with this whole idea of being held accountable for what, you know. Yeah. I mean, let's take it a little bit further. Mm. Paul was a murderer and he talks about. I did all these things but it was God's grace that I yeah. did it in ingor- ignorance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 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 yeah. And God showed me grace because of that. Yeah. And yeah. He's talking about literally
2: persecuting people. Yeah, persecuting but the God's church. God's
0: grace is so rich. Yeah. That we get in these lines yeah. and this law and you know it's like understand who he is. Yeah. Start there. All right, God,
2: you know. So yeah. the the Bible yeah. doesn't line item uh God's grace. Right. right. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't itemize. Yeah. Can't. It. Um, but so, two things how we should look at that, because we should always keep balance with it. Like, yes, as you just said, and I'm sure, Marcus, you are too, like, man, we all are recipients of God's grace mm-hmm. in multiple areas of our lives. Yeah. Um, however, that doesn't give me. Um, a past to just, you mm-hmm. know, take God's grace for granted because right. God, a God doesn't have to give it to me. Mm-hmm. And there may be a day where his grace runs out for me. Not that his grace could ever run out where he just doesn't extend it to me if, mm-hmm. you know, for, for lack of better words. So I say that to say because um, now if we just even look at our current culture, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of people that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm this is my second marriage. Um, there's but there's people that's been married three, four, five, six times over. And mm-hmm. if we watch, you know, our brothers and sisters in Hollywood, I mean, these cats get married and divorced every six months. Yeah, basically. Um, but that's the culture. Mm-hmm. I say that to say that if I could be somewhat similar to Paul, that so how do we because like now does that mean that okay, like so you're no your fourth wife, <laughs> like so now you gotta go home and get a divorce and go back to your first wife. Mm-hmm. No, I think the solution to this is like, dude. Stop getting divorced, Mm -hmm. like actually stay married Mm -hmm. and work it out, you Mm -hmm. know, because we can't go back and undo what's been done already. But we can like we do have control over our decisions for tomorrow. Yeah. And at some point, like we got to learn from that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's more the spirit of what it is that we're reading. And again, I'm not changing the Bible. I'm not advocating divorce. Mm. I'm also not advocating um, people who to stay in hostile situations in marriage either. Mm-hmm. I just think that there needs to be some serious evaluations, evaluation before we get married, while mm-hmm. we're married, before yeah. we decide that we don't want to be married. Yeah. Most cases, I've read just some other statistics that a lot of times when people go to marriage counseling, they've already they go to counseling, they've already made the decision that they're getting divorced. Wow. Well, that's a little yeah. bit too late for counseling. Yeah. You should probably go to counseling before it gets to that point. Right. Mm-hmm. And I hope you know I pray that I never have. Um. That, but I'm just saying, you know, I I just think that it's not just that black and white, even though there are some cut and dry um, black and white things as far as how, if we just want to know how God sees it, God says that, you know, we should not get divorced.
0: Yeah, and in fact, it says God hates divorce. God hates divorce. the scripture that blatantly says
2: that. But the scripture also says God hates sin. Right. (laughs) And we're not supposed to sin. Right. But yet we're sinful. Right. And that's why we need his grace <laughs> exactly. and also his mercy. Mm. So the object of this is that maybe we should probably work at how can we become sinless people and then maybe our divorce. Our, our, I mean, you got to worry about Right. That. Our yeah. ideas about marriage and divorce would change. But yeah. Wow. Simple, but wow. I wanted to. Wow.
0: I know you probably about to jump in. With no, no, no. Go I, ahead, bro. I
2: wanted to just address because,
0: you know, you said I'm not, I'm not changing the Bible. Yeah. Um, and G has said. uh he said, uh, you know, spiritual leadership can make these kind of judgment calls. And I do think, obviously, God has set up a structure within the body of right. Christ where there are pastors and elders and all these types of things. But uh, there's this scripture with Paul in 1 Corinthians 7.25. He says, now concerning the betroth.'" I have no command from the Lord, but I give my judgment as one who by the Lord's mercy mm-hmm. is trustworthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is him basically saying, yeah. This ain't in the scripture. This right. ain't in the law nowhere. Yeah. Right. But I'm in Christ. Right. I got a relationship with God. Right. And I'm so f- convicted as to my uh I guess following him right. and him leading me And right. all my conscious decisions. Yeah. 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 That what I say is what he wants. Would be just Mm. as
2: if he's saying. Amen. So uh,
0: (laughs) that's, when you hear, when you hear G saying like, I'm not changing the Bible, but if this was my church, that is acceptable in God's eyes because he's doing it according to what his conscience is leading him to sir. because he is following Christ. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I
2: think the problem with that is, because now we're talking about, if, if we, this culture thing we can't get away from, the church, the institution of the church I just personally do not, I, does not have that same type of authority mm-hmm. over modern culture as it once did mm-hmm. in biblical times and just earlier on in, in earlier decades. Um, so the church would have a say-so. I mean, mm-hmm. and I've also, just looking at church history, I've seen, you know, where the church have also overstepped their boundaries right. with, with a lot of that, that too, can which can happen, mm-hmm. um, but um, like, man, I, I think that is just one of those things that uh, it, I think it's a two part that uh, a we need to we need leaders uh, like godly leaders. And that's I mean, that's not an indictment against anyone as if they're not. But I just think that, man, like the, the world is crazy. The church is crazy. Yeah. Like we're just we've uh, I'm not an old school guy, but there's some old school qualities that still reside in. I, I grew up in the seventies and eighties. So mm. some of that is still there. Um, and, but I, I just think that like, we just need to get back to um, the purity of the gospel and, Amen. and all of us, uh, for those of us who, who, who walks around with the badge of, of Christian that we need to really like, really get back into digging into to the, into the text Look at what it says. Allow the spirit of God mm-hmm. to resonate in us, and like really lead us to live a godly yeah. life. Yeah. Hate um, sin. Want to yeah. be holy. Yeah, Wanna but
0: know these. Know what it's about. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and seek Him. Yeah. And it's not, not a entertainment. whole. Yeah, it's it not entertainment. Yeah. It it's not a social club. Like this is
2: this this is a ain't real. Concerts. It's yeah. a real life issue. <laughs> right. And you know, I, I was just having a conversation with one of our members earlier. Like, I'm all for technology, I'm all for advancement, but not to the point that it 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 it, it makes me less of who I know God is mm. and who he who he calls me to be. I should never have to you know jeopardize or sacrifice you know my calling for the sake of well, let's just be relevant because mm. relevancy can't get us into heaven, right? Right. what's what's relevant here's what's relevant that god is yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's always going to be relevant yeah everything else like it really doesn't matter and the truth of the matter is we don't need all of the extra stuff right the power of the the, 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 the power of god's word has the power to do exactly what it's supposed to do yeah yeah without all the extra stuff right like i love yeah. that we're on this podcast but the truth of the matter is god doesn't need these microphones he these computers right. none of this stuff yeah Nope. As a matter of fact, God doesn't even need us to call anyone. No one witnessed to Abraham. Right. Right. Yeah. He doesn't need our help. He's bringing people up to heaven. (laughs) Yeah. Let me let me reveal myself to you. Mm -hmm. He's God. (laughs) Yeah. So much so that Paul talks about in Romans that what can be known about God has been made known to all man through his invisible attributes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that at the end of the day, yeah, no man will be without excuse right. because God has always been revealing himself through his natural attributes. When we walk outside and we see trees blowing and when and we see the sun and the moon mm-hmm. and the stars, yeah. God is revealing himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah you know if this creation there must it, be a creator. It, through his creation <laughs> um so again I, I mean you know what do we do about this i think that we all just for, again for all of us that wear this christian badge yeah we just really need to like really get or go back which is repenting this is like turn around yeah mm-hmm. um, and we need to start going back to god um and start just a, just make the attempt just make the small attempt to live a holy life yeah. mm. And that would be the answer to the question for divorce and the rest of the other 52 questions yeah. that we might ask Every about. Every other question. Like, we could wrap ask. all the 52 <laughs> up. It's just ah, like, stop hey, it. No, you're going to turn the
1: series short. <laughs> <laughs> we like, we two in. Drop the mic. <laughs> I do. Turn back to God. I do want to <laughs>
0: real talk. Marcus, I guess you sitting this one out. We we dominating it a little nah, bit. Nah, that's fine, but man. I'm, I'm, I'm on sorry. the controls over here. <laughs> but like He's the I, producer I, for the I, show. Yeah. Right. I wanted to jump on this this idea of her saying a lot of men are divorced in the dating pool, but I turn them away because I don't want to be sinning just because folks in the church make it seem okay. And I think if that is your conviction, Jen, or anybody like you, then yeah, stick to it. If you feel like you will be in sin if you are dating a man mm. who's divorced then it's what wrong for you. I think it's in James. It says yeah. he that does, you know, what is wrong. Uh, what am I trying to say? He that doesn't do the right thing in his eyes, it is sin for that man. It's judged
2: by his own conscience. Yeah. yeah.
0: So if yeah. that's wrong for you, then don't do faith. it. Yeah. But, I mean, I met my wife when she was a believer. Yeah. I was an unbeliever, and she prayed for me, and then I became a believer when yeah. we were married. So I wouldn't just rule personally my personal, like, yeah. stance on it is I wouldn't rule people out just because you like oh you a sinner right prefer, right. right right like nah.
2: but that's yeah. that's that. no I I yeah. would I would piggyback on that and just add uh you know because again we can we can cut our own self off based on our own convictions about stuff and that doesn't necessarily mean that that's God's rule or God's peace it becomes our conviction for however we came about it so I would just suggest that you know, again, seek the peace of God in it. That's if, what I was gonna say. If, yeah. if you find a gentleman yeah. that approaches you or you or, or you're interested in and come and, and may it be that he's been divorced, um ask some questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seek God on the info. The Holy yeah. Spirit will give you um an answer. He he does speak, he's still alive. The mm-hmm. Bible says he will lead us to all truth and right. all understanding. Right. Um, and I would just seek peace because again, If my wife had taken that stance, she'd missed out on a good thing. (laughs) Self-pupping myself. Yes, sir. But but it's facts. My personal opinion is biased about me. I think I'm a good guy. I'm a good catch. I'm trying to live for the Lord the right way. I'm not perfect, Mm -hmm. but I am redeemed. Yeah. Um, But I'm also divorced. Yeah.
1: I love that because it makes me think, like, man, he's supposed to be uh, spirit led lives. Yeah, are supposed to hear, yeah. you know, our shepherd's voice. You know what I mean? We're supposed to. And the Bible says that we have not, if we acknowledge him in all our ways, he'll make our path straight. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The pastor Jesus saying, just
2: take it to God. You know, let him lead you. Yeah. That's it. That's I met my it. wife at a library at seminary. Right. Where yeah. did that happen? <laughs> But I honestly think that you know, it, it's here. It is again. Like, what, yeah. what are you going to do with it? I'm divorced. We're right. married. Is she sinning? I don't believe so. Right. Mm. Hey.
1: Yeah, it's something like kind of at the basis of all this too. Like, like the Bible is not as black and white as like it's made out to be. Yeah. Sometimes.
2: Like, yeah, we we have to remember that the letter kills. Mm-hmm. But it's spirit, mm-hmm. spirit that gives life. Wow. Oh, <laughs> now, but, wow. but let's bring some balance in on that too. Okay, because yeah. Not a
0: jot and tittle it, it, will it, be lost.
2: Because we just came... <laughs> yeah, not a jot and tittle will be lost, <laughs> mm-hmm. nor do we just like God control. it. Well, the spirit told me this and the spirit told you right. that. Because, you know, everybody like, well, my spirit don't agree with that. My spirit don't agree. Well, what does God's spirit say? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's only one... Spirit is singular, right? But because you know he's God, he's he's in all of us. But it's just one. So there's not multiple spirits. If there's multiple spirits, then we probably need to listen to Paul and be able to distinguish or discern spirits because Mm -hmm. that spirit may not be God. But no, let the Spirit of God like lead us and guide us to the truth. Because if we just again, if we just go by what the letter says, then there's a lot of things that we're probably guilty of of sitting right here. Yeah, uh, right. I mean, we can just go back to the Old Testament, and like, gosh, all of us should probably we're we're a violation. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, you know, any church that has both men and women in it, mm. if if we just live by the letter, mm-hmm. if there's anybody in your church. That it's, it's that time of the month for her and she's sitting in on any seat or pew then that cedar or pew is defiled and anybody who touched it is defiled yeah. and now you mm-hmm. know, if we just live by the letter right but what is the spirit of of, of the letter saying yeah. how does that how, how does that live how do we live with that today and yeah. uh, those are the questions that we should always ask when when looking at scripture and how it applies to us man mm-hmm. yeah
1: i feel like that's yeah, it that's great yeah,
2: yeah that's it all right, guys. Jen, thank you for your
0: contribution. We really, really appreciate it. Um, and we hope that um, certain uh, concerns you may have have truly been answered. Um, and follow up with us. Anybody else who wants to give feedback, y'all know where to reach us. Send us a DM. That is the best way to get in contact. Yeah. Uh, you can hit up Pastor G at Just Greg. Also, the Lighthouse on the Pike church. <laughs> the Lighthouse on the Pike Church, you can go to the lighthouse on the pike.org. Uh, service is 11 a.m. District Heights, Maryland. Come on through.
2: 5904. Barbara yes, sir. Park.
0: And uh, y'all know where to reach Marcus at. Bother him, Marcus Gunn, <laughs> on Instagram.
2: Or you can find him at the Vatican. He's going to be oh, yeah. the new Pope. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Time to right, cut y'all. this off. All
1: right, y'all. Later. Later. <laughs>